You're on FBI 94.5. FBI 94.5. FBI 94.5. You're on FBI 94.5. You're on FBI 94.5. FBI. You all know who it is. <laughs> My name is Robbie. <laughs> My name is Bernie. We are T Donna. <laughs> Hello, Robbie. No, we're not. Life. No, we're not. Cut Rob- the music. Cut it off. Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio 94.5 FM. My name is Robbie Armfield. With me in the studio is Benny Bolgi. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, nothing much, dude. It's a pleasure to be with you in 2021. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Can you believe we made it? <laughs> I can, actually. We're going to be with you until 1pm today, and we're super excited. We've got heaps of crap. So, Burn, let's jump right into it, mate. Uh, Instagram is in hot water recently. What's what's the go with them? Yeah, post a selfie, share your stories. It's the slogan of the famous internet share group Instagram, but they're looking at issues that they haven't quite planned for in 2021. Turns out the Instagram servers are almost at capacity, and soon, no more photos or selfies will be able to be added to the website. Jesus. This means that you won't be able to post any new photos or selfies on the website. And your old photos might be in jeopardy of being wiped out to clear space, Rob. It's the second large tech issue in as many months for the tech company after the robot stripper hack of June last year. We're going to be walking you through the exact details of how and when your content might be deleted for uh, in a tick. Okay, so yeah, this is pretty huge. So, Instagram basically is looking to potentially wipe a bunch of your content off the servers um, because they've got issues with the servers. So, we're going to be walking you through that very soon. Stick around yeah. for that. Um, but while the UK scientists are fumbling for ways of describing new strains of the coronavirus, you might have heard this, this new strain over in the UK there. As mm. of January 2021, that's right now, yeah. Denmark doesn't even have a word for COVID. You're kidding. So, let's just let that sink in for a second. Denmark does not have a word for the novel coronavirus, right? So, the country had appeared so idyllic during the pandemic, remaining almost entirely out of the limelight, with the cherry on top being that COVID doesn't even have a translation in Danish. The concept of COVID doesn't exist in the culture, which is equal parts awe-inspiring, baffling, and only just recently downright concerning, Burn. Essentially, essentially, a layman Dane right now, people in their community are literally dropping like flies and they not they don't know why. So, mm. it was blatantly the role of the World Health Organization, we probably all are aware of this, <clears throat> to allocate appropriate languages, a language to our global communities such that we could all be completely cognizant of this deadly pandemic and the schemes in place to combat it, right? Unfortunately, yeah. once again, Burn, they are sitting with egg all over their face as they fail to deliver a word for COVID 
to the Danish community. It's a total disgrace. We'll be looking into this very soon to get some much-needed answers. Yeah, there's a lot of words that aren't in use, and they could just use one of those, so... It's just, it's beyond me, really. Can you imagine looking around, people like, you know, oh, it's just the flu. It's not the flu. They don't have a word for it. People are dropping like flies. Anyway, I've got a lot to say about the World Health Organization very soon. (laughs) Save it, Rob, save it. (laughs) (laughs) But heads are spinning. Heads are spinning because of this recent trend. And look, you might want to be careful of what's in your kid's brownie. As many youths have been cooking up what uh, what have become known as uh, backy brownies, quote unquote. What? What it's, is it? Uh, backy, backy brownies. Backy B- brownies. Yeah. Tobacco. Yeah. And it's a disturbing development in the world of drug infusions that gives an insane head rush 40 to 50 minutes after ingesting the culinary delight. Uh, debatable. <laughs> Uh, the use of uh, culinary, culinary delight there. Kids have been reportedly uh, crushing up <laughs> Paul Mall and uh, Winnie Gold packs to blend into their brownie mixture. And it has Australian officials extremely concerned. We'll be chatting with an anonymous miner soon about how and why they're engaging in this sickening practice. So, we've all heard about space cakes, right? You know, mm. you chuck some quote-unquote weed in there or something like that. Yeah. 40, 50 minutes in, you know, you're off in space. Yeah. These kids are crushing up Paul Mall and Winnie Golds into brownie to make backy brownies, getting these big head rushes. Yeah. 50 minutes in. It's not good. It can't be good for them. I remember chewing tobacco. There were stats coming out about that. Not good for you either. Uh, Yeah, we're going to be talking to a miner about it soon. They're anonymous, so we've got the voice picture. We've had to pitch it down an extra 12 octaves for them. Yeah, cool. Uh, And we've got a new phone plan as well. So, it's stacked with juicy details. We can't we wait to dive on. <laughs> it's going to be good. Those with you. Plus, the Talking Tom app right here in Robbie's Modern Life has changed dramatically in the last 10 years. While the world quietly forgot the Talking Tom phenomenon, the developers have been up late working to bring amazing new Tom content and functionality over the years. Tom now has the following extra functionalities can generate notifications on your phone to remind you to interact with the app at the top of every hour. Slings rare insults at users based on their search history if integrated with Google, Facebook, etc. Will make automatic prank calls to your loved ones and his iconic funny voice when you allow the app to access your contacts. Can Bluetooth videos of himself to surrounding Android users when Bluetooth is switched on. There's so much more to discover. So, come and check out what's changed later on in the show. Robbie's Modern Life right here. Right <laughs> on FBR Radio 94.5 FM. But for anybody that's not aware, Burn, Talking Tom, what, what, what was the go with that, that again? Uh, it was that little cat, right? And just you know, repeated what you said. Um, obviously, got quite rudimental at the time. Oh, well, revolutionary at the time. R- rudimental to today's tech standards. But, um, yeah, it, it just... Uh, they've obviously gone quite a dystopic r- r- route there. Yeah, that's very interesting. Um, hey, uh, we all know the singer Adele, right? You know, she's a heartbreaker. She's obsessed mm. with love. You know, rolling love. in the deep. Yeah, she's rolling around in, 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 her, in her own muck, you know. And so, she's she's done something recently. Somebody's broken her heart. Yeah, well, I'd hate to be the man that did it. Uh, well, maybe not anymore. Adele's ex, Mr. 21, who was thought to have inspired much of her original chart toppers from the album 21 back in 2011, has long been figure of ridicule obscured from the media. But all that changed over the weekend as the ex-hubby fired back with a fiercely long-awaited single of his own, Scars That I've Healed. Have you heard this, Rob? Uh, I haven't heard it yet, but I'm keen. Scars Uh, That I've Healed. Scars That I've Healed. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a good song. Uh, Featuring nothing close to the same vocal prowess as his ex-lover and a distinctly poor understanding of harmonic movement, the song has put him on the musical map in all the wrong ways. We'll be hopefully able to give a sneak peek later in the show. 
Look, I, I, I don't think it's as bad as, as the write-up says. Uh, I think it has some merit to it, but we'll be debating that later in the show. Definitely going to be debating that, Burn. That one's going to be tough. Mm. And uh, stick around because we found one guy that has absolutely redefined what it means to be obsessed. Redefined fan yeah. obsession. I would stick around if I was you. This right now is a Machine Girl remix of Endorphin by Cross Faith. Robbie's Modern Life, FBI Radio. See you in a moment. of control. Endorphin. Machine Girl Remix by Cross Faith, Robbie's Modern Life, right here, right now on FBR Radio 94.5 FM. My name is Robbie Armfield. With me in the studio is Bernie Bolgi. Hey, how's it going? Unfortunately, not with us right now. Sophie Gordon and Mitchell JC, uh, they are very much missed, uh, but they're still alive, still with us. Um, mm. But we'll be talking about that very soon. You can text us on the text line. It's uh, 0409. 945- Nine four five. That number again. Oh four oh nine. Okay, getting a signal from the producer to wrap it up. Um, Rob, I um, I'm just going to read you your your workers' rights and responsibilities now. Is that all right? Workers' rights and responsibilities. <coughs> is is that okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Thanks, Bernie. As a worker in Australia, you have rights. Did you know that? Yep. If you're a temporary worker uh, holding a visa or you're a permanent resident or you're an Australian citizen, you're covered by work, health and safety laws. These laws apply to every workplace. Mm. Your basic rights include the right to be shown how to work safely, the right to appropriate safety equipment, the right to speak up about work conditions, the right to say no to unsafe work, the right to be consulted about safety in the workplace, the right to workers' compensation, the right to fair and just just workplace, the right to fair pay and conditions. Is it a workplace if you don't get paid? Like, is this a workplace? Yeah. I think so. Well... I don't know. Like, are we we allowed to have safe conditions here? No, no. Yeah, I I still think it's a workplace because it's... um, All right, because it... Did you bring those pina coladas in here? No, Where, where'd you get? <laughs> Is that unsafe? I don't know. I think smell. That's fresh. It smells fresh. It's mine's cold. Okay, I mean, cheers. <laughs> cheers, I guess. Yeah. So today, as you know, most people probably already know, Burn. Oh, it's the nice. day that. Yeah, that's good. Eh? <laughs> it's good. We just have a sip of mine. Yeah. No, have a sip.
That's delicious. I haven't had a pina colada in God knows how long. I like it. Anyway, as you might have heard, Ben, today's the day that masks in Sydney in certain situations have become mandatory. Oh, uh, yeah, For the foreseeable future, of course. Like, cases are skyrocketing, that sort of thing. Um, for indoor places in particular, like cinemas, shopping centres, churches, mosques, stuff like that, among other places. You'll have to wear a mask to stop COVID or you'll actually face, I don't know if you heard about this, a fine of like $200 on the spot. Yeah. Cover your face or face it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's right. Um, this was like flagged a couple of days ago on Saturday, if I'm not yeah. uh, mistaken. But it, it, it seems some people just haven't got the memo. What do you mean? This morning, actually, Rob, I dropped into a cafe on my way here to grab a brew, as I normally do on a Monday. And uh, while I was waiting, I couldn't help but overhear a conversation this unmasked middle-aged man was having with quite a patient barista, to be honest. Oh. Um, see, this particular cafe wasn't serving people without a mask. Yeah. Um, I know this. they're not, like, technically part of the list of places you need it, but I think a lot of cafes are being like, no, 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 you need to have a mask. Yeah, yeah, so what happened? What happened? Um, well, this guy, just it looked like this guy just forgot his mask at home, and they had a chat, and the barista just flat out refused to serve the bloke his coffee. <laughs> this guy walked away without a coffee, this bloke. He didn't yeah. get one. No, he didn't get his coffee. The bloke, the bloke left without getting his coffee. Oh my the poor bloke. <laughs> he just hopped in his car and drove it off. It goes to show, hey, that like the pace of these rule changes with the pandemic, you know, it'll inevitably catch people off guard like that, you know. But the sound of it, you know, it wasn't as if, from, well, at least from what I can hear from you, it wasn't as if he was trying to be make some sort of statement. He wasn't some activist. You know, he just yeah. forgot the mask, right? Yeah. You know, he wasn't being like that Karen in Melbourne. You know, oh, that one like that, that was Karen lady in Melbourne. A number of months yeah. ago, yeah. I like, that. he simply wanted a coffee, this bloke, and yeah. he just didn't get the memo about the masks. Am I right in putting two and two together like that? Yeah, from what I heard, Rob, yeah, he, yeah, I think you're on the money. He wasn't sure why he wasn't allowed to be in the shop without a mask on. He just completely missed the memo. The poor guy... Yeah, probably had to go make like, an international roast coffee at home or something. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Hey, it's a bit tough. It's like tough luck, but it's also, I don't know. It's the it's the rules. It's up to the cafe as well. So, it's just the pace of the it's rules. It's the pace, the but pace. It, what's... Do you know what would be the worst? I mean, like being in, da- you know, being a Danish person right now would be so bad. As we mentioned earlier, and we're going to be getting into it soon. They don't even have mm. a word for COVID. Can you imagine the pace of these rules coming into place and they don't even have a word for it? Yeah. Like, it's like, you know. Uh, like it could be worse is basically what I'm saying. But this bloke walking away without a coffee, definitely not a good move. And, you know, it just shows that the pace of these maneuvers pretty fast. It's, it's incredibly fast, really. Almost too much. Almost too fast. Where is this music coming from? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's going, though. I like those pina coladas. I finished my yeah, pretty quick. Yeah, um, mine's gone. Yeah. See ya. <laughs> another, another two of those, whoever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Our producer's looking at us and shaking their head. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what are you doing? Uh, what's up with you? What are your ideas? Um, text in. We're here. We're here for you. <laughs> we're here right now. And the number, of course, is 0409-945-945. What are you doing? What are you thinking? What are your ideas? 0409-945-945. You're setting up a pool. Are you playing pool? Are you, you know, what are you doing? Walking down the street with your mask on? Doing laps. Doing laps in a pool. Hey, have you ever wondered what one of the most famous explorers in history actually ate? Yes. Do stick around. The answer will shock you. This is Billy Bunks right now. FBI. Robbie's one on life. It's coming out hungry.
With a rooftop van flinger Climbing the back of the building near the bins and the pipes Shitting, looking at the skyline Drop the mud banana with my singlet I wipe Vile sniper, cup at wall and weighty Select the target, walking ladies and gents Try and ignore the stench It got flung by a brother from a wuthering height Shitting like an animal, arm like a catapult Flinging an animal, a sail like a cannonball Upon a rooftop, choking a darky Taking a Brad Pitt laying cable like a sparky And watching, I see him strutting their stuff But a face full of this will be fucking you up And won't miss you, the gross miss will splat you Ruin your hair, your fresh breath and your tracksuit Lob it, human shit, wear it, cop it, you get hit Above you, great view, up on the roof Actual real shit, chuck it at you Robbie's Modern Life right now, FBR Radio 94.5 FM. That was Billy Bunks with Devil's Clay before. I hope that got you going. You've been getting involved on the text line, 0409 945 945. Matt, just got a coffee. Uh, Anonymous is making a coffee wearing a mask. Nice, good job. Somebody's saying make Orwell fiction again. Very astute point, very astute point. Uh, um, what, Wonder Woman 1984, is that what they're saying? Something like that. Okay. Discover foreign lands. Sail the high seas and ride the very horses of history's most interesting and mysterious characters with us on History Whip. Oh. Follow pioneers and notable figures like Christopher Columbus, Adolf Hitler, and Genghis Khan, Marco Polo, and James Captain the Cook as they seek a new world of their very own visions. Navigating catastrophic battles, dizzying heights, and tragic lows, these pioneers were no strangers to adventure or cataclysmic blows. Beyond their struggles and misfortune, discover the little things that made these characters tick. No gruesome details will be spared, so strap in for a ride through history like you've never experienced before. This is History Whip. So... Basically, we found Christopher Columbus's rider. Mm. I know that sounds crazy. And it is crazy. It is. It is crazy. It was unearthed only recently at a dig on Stradbroke Island near Brisbane. Archaeologists Gladys Urowitz and Peter Munray found it. Uh, they found it almost in perfect condition. Housed in an old oak desk that was presumably ditched from his ship. Mm. So, for those that aren't aware, Burn, what is a rider? A rider is a set of demands listed on, uh, insisted on rather, by touring people, uh, usually like bands or speakers. DJs. Uh, DJs. Uh, people who, uh, they ask for this to be delivered on arrival by the venue or location they're traveling to. So usually riders consist of things like their favorite snacks or drinks or maybe beers. And the requests do get a little bit outrageous when it comes to more famous touring artists like... Let's say Jack White. Yes, his guacamole recipe, right? That sort of went viral maybe mm. a couple of years ago. That uh, is over <laughs> the top. Yeah. We're all pretty well aware at this point that Christopher Columbus travelled around the world a fair bit on his boats, discovering unknown lands, etc. But the idea that he had these very specific demands of the locals he visited in the form of a rider. It's entirely new info. So, here it is now. Christopher Columbus's official rider. And once again, I'd just like to thank archaeologist Gladys Urowitz and Peter Munray. Um, amazing discovery. So, thank you. We couldn't have this without them. No, exactly. And yeah. of course, like, you know, not a guy, like you know, necessarily to be celebrated, but it is fascinating yeah. nonetheless. I mean, just... Yeah, it's probably the first rider ever written. Yeah, Like, right. historically ever recorded. So, here it is. Uh, three times Bloody Marys. Uh, chicken on a spit. 
Oh. Uh, turkey, potato bread, uh, one pirate patch goes on here, Rob. One pitcher of local seawater purified. So I don't know how they're going to do that. It gets kind of vague. A gift. Nothing specified. Something scary. Is nothing specified specified or did we add that? I'll actually have to get in touch with Gladys about that one. I th- well, it's in the rider. They haven't differentiated in italic. Between what, they haven't italicized. Between what Gladys Urowitz and Peter Munro wrote to us is what was the rider. Bernie, I don't know. They, okay. Bernie, I'm not sure. Not sure, mate. But something scary. So, it hasn't, in brackets, says hasn't gone into what he means here. So, I, I imagine that's... Surely that's, that's added Gladys. after. Yeah, Gladys or Peter. Added added or Peter. Ammunition and new clothes. Mm. Again, unspecific. Yeah. So, the writer concludes with a pretty upsetting proviso that, that if these items were not promptly bestowed by the locals upon his arrival in a new area, violent retribution would be swiftly actioned. And obviously, Bern, as you can well imagine, the vague nature of some of these requests made this aggression almost inevitable, as the locals would never be able to guess what it is that he meant by a gift and something scary. You know, new clothes. Yeah. What the hell is this guy talking about? There would always be violence. Uh, it's pretty. It's actually pretty effed up, to be it's honest. It's almost like enabling the violence, isn't it? Yeah, it's actually fucked. So... I'm act- well, I mean, I'm kind of fascinated as well. Like, it's fucked, but I'm fascinated as well. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, what else did this absolutely screwed up in the head guy get up to, you know? Yeah. Didn't he think the Earth was fucked? Oh, he proved it was wrong. It Something was wrong. like that. I don't know. I reckon it's interesting, uh, too. You, you can discover more about Christopher Columbus's travels tonight at 6.30 p.m. on Nine Groove. It's this new show called uh, Cruising with Chris. Oh, okay. Are you ready to discover more about Christopher Columbus's travels? Hi, I'm Curtis Stone, and welcome to my new show, Cruising with Chris, where we will find out all about what he ate, where he went, and all the stuff he ate along the way. Tonight, from 6.30 on Nine Groove. Let's go. Let's go. Amazing. So that was tonight, was it? Yeah, that um, that sounds uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, so that was, what is it, if I had that right, 6.30 p.m. on Nine Groove. Yeah, yeah, hosted by celebrity chef Curtis Stone from Coles. Uh, it not only follows the journey of Christopher Columbus, but the incredible meals he ate along the way too. So, it'll be pretty awesome. You get the inside scoop from, uh, you know, a famous chef like him. It's, it's awesome. Definitely interesting. Like, so, he's going to be following around the journey, the meals and the journeys that he ate along the way. Yeah. I mean, history's got so many hidden aspects to it, right? And so does the new range of history-inspired <laughs> smoothies at Boost Juice. Flavours that will take you back in time to exotic locations around the world, like the places Columbus visited on his journeys. Yep. Ingredients that are handpicked by the Boost Juice Fresh Produce team, right from their special organic orchids. Let's hear from one of the Fresh Produce team members right now. Hi, I'm Tom. I'm part of the Boost Juice Fresh Produce team. Every week, we're striving to bring you the freshest produce, freshly squeezed every day just for you. Come on down to your local Boost Juice store and one of your friendly staff will fix you up with a delicious smoothie or your money back on the spot. Awesome. Get the Boost Juice members app to find your nearest vendor and get yourself boosted today.
ACPC, Stairway to Heaven, Robbie's Modern Life right now on FBI Radio, 94.5 FM. Going to be with you for another 25 minutes. Well, we appreciate you, whether you're listening in the car or on your headphones or on the podcast, listening back. It's always a pleasure to mm. have your company. You've been getting involved on the text line, 0409 945 945. Joss and Matteo, they're on a road trip and they just farted with, no, with no mask on. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, That's why they need to be mandatory. <laughs> Shit like that happens. Absolutely. Chris Absolutely. Columbus travelled the world, discovering lands that were already discovered, disrespecting locals, taking names and wearing masks from, from anonymous... Yeah. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks for getting in touch. Hey, that's that's Nine Groove tonight, uh, six thirty p.m. Cruising with Chris, yeah. uh, hosted by Curtis Stone. So that'll be really cool. Hey, back in two thousand and nine, Rob, you might remember this: a man by the name of Kevin Parker took the world by storm with a sonic project by the name of Tame Impala. The album in question, In a Speaker. Yeah, I've heard of it. If that was to change the face of Aussie music and lead the charge in a resurgence of psychedelic rock, then the following album, Lonerism, was to lead that charge with an even more leadership in the direction of expansive sonic landscapes. Yeah, that's right, Burn. It's no surprise to listeners of the show that we are pretty diehard fans of the band <laughs> Tame Impala. Guilty. We play all their records and love their music, including their new synth stuff after these two initial albums. So, when we got a tip-off about somebody being a bigger fan than us, us, let's just get this straight. Our ears perked up. Yeah. That's right. An anonymous emailer informed us last week that a fellow Tame Impala fan had gone ahead and done the unthinkable. The biggest fan in the world has just been discovered in our own backyards. What started as a normal and understandable appreciation of the band Tame Impala soon turned into something much more fantastical for one young New South Wales boy. Yeah, I mean, he just, you know, he's always loved music. You know, that was always the same, but, you know, like, this was just something completely different. Like, I'd never seen him like a band as much as this, like... He'd like Black Sabbath and Led Zeppelin, but oh, like I'd never seen him obsess over music like he did with Tame Impala. It's just, just crazy. Brian had always loved music, but when he came home in 2010 with Tame Impala's first LP in a speaker in his hands, something clicked and everything changed. Like, I don't really know what else to say. Like, there's like a flick to switch. There's like a flick to switch in him or something. Like, I've just never seen him. I've just never seen him, like, obsess over something like this. Like, you know, 
he flipped his bed over. He was like so excited. He just like he flipped his whole bed over. Like we're like, what's going on? Like what? We ran in. Like what's going on, Brian? He's like, can you hear this music, Dad? Can you hear this music? It's like yeah. Like chill out. You know, it was crazy. The whole thing was crazy. And his obsession only grew over time. It only grew. Brian's obsession with the band grew to such an extent that he decided to do something drastic. Comes in. Says, Dad, I'm changing my name. I said, what the hell would you do that for? He goes, I'm changing my name. To inner speaker lonerism, and I just, I, I said I've never heard something so stupid in all my life. What the hell are you doing, changing your name to? Is that that Tammy Impala band? I said. He said yes. I love that music so much. I love the music. I need to have it as my name. I said. Well, good luck because you know the New South Wales government's going to laugh you out of the room, mate. This is going to be. You know, they're going to laugh you out of the room. They're not going to do that. They're not stupid, man. But contrary to Peter's ideas, the New South Wales government granted Brian the unthinkable. He comes in, he says, yeah, they, my name's in his beaker lonerism now. I was like, you stupid fool. What are you, What do we call you? He said, well, yeah, call me Inner. You know, that's, that's a... Shorthand, that could be my nickname. I said, you, you've got to move out. I said, you know, I, I just said, you've got to go, you know. I can't, I can't deal with this level of obsession. It's, it's, it's not kosher. Brian, now in a speaker lonerism, was cast out of his family home and found solace on friends' couches for some two years. Now it's time to hear his side of the story. Now it's time to hear what inner speaker lonerism really has to say. And with us on the line right now is inner speaker lonerism the man that changed his name to match his appreciation for the first two Tame Impala albums. Mate... Right off the bat, what does Tame Impala mean to you? Must be a lot. Oh, I just love it, man. Absolutely love it. It's just the music. I, I just love it. Plain and simple. Obviously, in a uh, Kev put some new work out semi-recently uh, last year. The Slow Rush uh, was much revered by critics and fans alike. Um, you know, what did you think of the new stuff? Uh, next question. So you're not the biggest fan of it, I, I assume? Uh, well, it's not an official Kevin Parker release, in my opinion, no. Right, well, here in the studio, we really think it's a pretty accomplished piece of work, so we might just be taking the mantle off you for biggest tame fans, maybe. Um, no, you won't be taking anything off me. <laughs> hey, uh, in a speaker, yeah, look, we're just having a laugh. But we, we heard a little bit before from your dad, Peter, about his reaction to your big decision to change your name. Has he calmed down a bit since then? He seemed pretty incensed. Uh, next question. <laughs> um, all right, in a speaker, why did you actually change your name? I just, I just love it. You know, when you love something that much, like, why wouldn't you 
when you have the option to do something as grandiose as this, you know, why would you not? Also, mm. I hated my other name. It was dumb and boring. Like, if I've got the option to be called, you know, the best two albums of all time, as if I'm not going to do that. How is it ordering coffees these days? Are the staff surprised to hear your name is legit? Uh, well, it is legit, so next question. How, well, how about how about Boost Juice then in a speaker? Similar thing. You know, when you go to order them, they usually ask you for your name, right? At Boost well, Juice. Well, you know, Mango Magic, I, I get them to uh, make me a little spin on that. Uh, whenever I go in, they know my face, they know my order. Uh, it, instead of the Mango Magic, it's the Mango Mischief. Uh. <laughs> you know, like mine, the Mind Mischief mine song? Yeah, nice. yeah. Bow, bow. And then... Yeah, and then and then if it's earlier in the day, like I'll head in and and they know my face and my order. I'll go in for you know the breakfast bonanza one. Well, I, I you know I kind of call that it's my alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> my other order, it's like my other choice, my alter ego. Okay, that's great. That's so good. We're gonna take uh, one off inner speaker right now. Let's do it. Or, right. uh, oh, one Hang on. No, you're not, mate. You're not taking anything off me. No, no, no. As in, we'll, no, we'll take one, from one now from the album in a speaker, yeah, a speaker. mate. Yeah, We're gonna... Mate, you're not taking anything off me. You're not taking nothing off me. What are you talking about? When... Mate, it's that album. We're to- taking something yeah, off in a speaker, the album, not you, um, mate. Have you seen my name? I know it's the album, buddy. You're not taking it off me. You're not taking nothing We're off We're bigger me. fans than you anyway, mate. You're bigger fans? Yeah, because we are fans of all the albums. Including live versions. And my the name EP. is literally in a speaker loner. I know it's hard to hear, mate, but guess what? Currents and the Slow Rush are actually, in fact, official Kevin Parker releases, mate. They are canon. That is so not true. <laughs> Fade them out. Fade them out. <laughs> I don't want this. Hey, we're taking. You're an idiot. That's so not true. They're not Kevin Parker official releases. You idiot! They are. They are. You're not taking anything off me. You're leaving all the songs. Okay. No, Currents is official. And a speaker lonerism. It's been a pleasure, mate. We're going to take something off that seminal album right now. (laughs) Take something off him. Yeah, please take the mic off him. Oh, relax. This is I don't really mind. I'm finna speaker. See you in a moment. Robbie's not alive. Whoa. That guy was really intense. Yeah. Should have seen that coming actually with his name. Album, I Don't Really Mind by Tame Impala. We just spoke to Inner Speaker Lonerism, one young New South Wales boy that changed his name to that. I don't think the same can be said of him uh, regarding the song title. <laughs> yeah. After that 
interview that just went awry. I'm so sorry about that, dear yeah, listeners. I know, I know. It got a little bit hairy there. My name is Robbie Armfield. With me is Bernie Bolgi. You're listening to Robbie's Modern Life on FBI Radio 94.5 FM. We're getting some huge love on the text line mm. over 09-945-945 if you want to get involved. Keep Somebody it coming, keep it coming. Anon saying, RML is to radio what COVID-19 is to tourism. Now, I love this comparison because- That's great. What? Everybody what loves it, tourism. Yeah, that's right. And what has COVID-19 done if not inflame our yearning for tourism, you know? So, it's like- we, you know, we love what we do and we love providing it for you right here, right now. Uh, and Bern, we've got a plan. Yeah. And look, we've been hyping this up throughout the show and it's time to, time to deliver on this. We have a new phone plan. That's right. You heard me right. We have a new phone plan, a brand spanking new phone plan. Our previous phone plan didn't work. No. Nope. So, we've put together a new one. Without further ado, here are the details. Step one. We're going to go to JB Hi-Fi and acquire a brand new iPhone 12 mini with 50 gigabytes of space. Step two. Take the phone immediately to a suit tailor where we will get fitted suits for each of us. One of the suits will be a simple grey colour. The other suit will have a playful floral design of the tailor's choice Slash recommendation. That's right, Bernie. This floral suit will have a special pocket hidden inside the left breast of the jacket. This pocket will be measured out exactly to fit the dimensions of the iPhone 12 mini. We press record on a voice memo on the iPhone 12 mini and then stitch it into the pocket completely such that it's concealed. Step three. With the floral suit serving as a distraction from the grey suit, we are wearing the suits and the iPhone iPhone 12 mini is sued, sewed rather, into one of them. We organise a meeting now with the New South Wales Minister for Trade, Tourism and Investment, the Honorary Dan Tian. That's right. Step four. During the meeting, we lull Dan Tian into a false sense of security and then coerce him into joking about giving every citizen of New South Wales a $500 voucher to spend on anything they wish. Mm. Now, this is where it gets very... Serious. Step five. We take off the suits and we stop the recording on the iPhone 12 mini. Step six. After the recording on audio... On audio effect software... We're going to want to alter the recording. We alter the recording on audio effect software so that the audio now says that we are to receive the equivalent of $500 for everybody. But we actually get it all, as Mm. in you, me. Step seven. Leak the audio online so that it gets trending and people see that we actually get all the money. We're going to be using the hashtag for this, give them the money, TN. <laughs> hashtag, give them the money, TN. That's right. Step eight. We get the money sent directly to the iPhone Mini 12 and then cash it out, destroy the phone so that no one can trace the money and bask in the glow of wealth. <laughs> and step nine. We are rich. <laughs> That's how it works, Rob. We're going to be so rich now. We're rich. That's how the plan finishes, but... Hang on, I'm out. <laughs> I actually am getting a little bit confused. Let's oh, take really? it back. But what is the phone plan? The phone plan? Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we didn't mention it at all, actually. It's um, it's a 39 99 a month uh, free talk and text with... 
50 gigabytes of data. There's no access fees uh, and free global roaming. That's just a $2 a day uh, charge once you engage the global roaming. So it's a pretty good deal. So it's not free global roaming? <laughs> no, I'm just not prepaid. Plan. It's not prepaid. No, I know. It's just that's just the that's the language of the plan. So that's the plan. Okay. Yeah, that's the plan itself. It's the nature of the plan. Right. Cool. All right. Well, I hope it works. I hope it works. Yeah. The last one didn't go the very well. Last one did not work well. So. <laughs> no, no. We won't go into that though. Hey, you're probably wondering to yourself, what's up with the weather today? What's up with the traffic? Stick around. Robbie's Modern Life, right here, right now. FBR Radio. This is Playboy Cardi's new one. On that time, Playboy Cardi, Robbie's Modern Life, right here, right now. FBR Radio 94.5 FM or online or back on the podcast. My name is Robbie Armfield and with me in the studio is Bernie Bolgi. We're almost about What's to up? be out of here, right? But of course, as with every week, we've got to jump into the news and such. Yeah, now it's time for the weather. Sydney Weather. The rest of Monday, we're going to be reaching a max of 27 degrees. Showers predicted, possible storms, uh, chance of any rain will be uh, 90%. Uh, possible rainfall to just six. The rest of the week is looking very bleak, uh, overcast, and possible showers almost every day. So pack, pack a raincoat. Uh, Sunday the 10th, we'll be seeing the sun come out. So I look forward to you know, a little beach day on Sunday or something. Sun's coming up. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Let's get you on the traffic now. Sydney traffic. Cabramatta. On the Hume Highway at Cabramatta Road East, there's been a truck breakdown closing one southbound lane at the moment. Probably exercise caution in that area. Kalara, emergency road work is slowing southbound flow on the Pacific Highway near Marion Street. Moderate traffic conditions right now, but keep an eye on that and probably avoid it if you can because it's going to be slowing up your day. Mm. And traffic and weather together. traffic okay looks like there's a tornado <laughs> coming across from the blue mountains into the sydney basin and there seems three four no maybe over seven vehicles caught up in the twister 
Over in the east, it looks like Anzac Parade is backed up after a wall of ice has been formed from a sudden temperate change. You might see Jon Snow out there because it's looking like Game of Thrones. The wall of ice blocking six lanes and authorities don't know what to do about it. There's a huge delay on sunny days coming into Sydney. Cloudy and possibly raining up until Sunday, so there's a huge delay. A lot of traffic on the sunny days banked up there. Meanwhile, in the Norwest, it's raining cats and dogs and all bus drivers refuse to drive over the cats and dogs on the road because they're so cute. Instead, all of the bus drivers have got out of their buses to try and pick up the cats and dogs, which were injured from the fall, causing a lot of traffic, a lot of delays up there in the Northwest. So thank you um, for that. Coming up next week. Coming up next week on Robbie's Modern Lot. American rapper DMX has jumped on the slingshot. All that and more next week. Robbie's Modern Life. Monday from midday till 1 p.m. Robbie's Modern Life. We're going to see you next week, Monday, midday. Mm. Hopefully. Benny Bolgi, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you, Rob. We'll see you next time. No worries. I've been Robbie Armfield, and thank you as well to Sophie Gordon and Mitchell JC, our super producers. Having a holiday. Stick around for lunch, and it's a big rest in power, of course, to MF Doom. Uh, passed away late October, recently found out. Uh, hyper influ- hyper uh, influential. So, this is one of our favorite ones of mm Food. I think everyone loves this one. Rap Snitch Knishes featuring Mr. Fantastic. See you next week. Have a wonderful day. Crank this one up. Crank this one. Crank this one out. All the way out. All the way. (laughs) Thank you for being with us. Goodbye. Yo. Yo. MF Doom. Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. Villain. What up, nigga? Hey, Diane, what's the word? It's cracking, boy. Same old shit, kid. Man. Rap snitches, man. Shit is bugged out, man. What the fuck, man? Niggas running their mouth. Telling anything. Anything. Rap snitches, telling all their business Sit in the court and be their own star witness Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years Uh, Rap snitches, telling all their business Sit in the court and be their own star witness Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here Fuck around, get the whole label sent up for years Tight profile, low, like eight and paid in full Attract heavy cash, cut the games in triple Mr. Fantastic, long though like elastic Got my life with twin clocks that's made out of plastic Stand up brown nosing nigga, fake ass bastard Admiring my style, tall bust through Manhattan Plotting, playing the quickest My flow's the sickest, my hoes be the thickest My dro, the stickiest Street nigga, stamped and bonafide When beef jump niggas come get me Cause they know I ride True to the ski mask, New York's my origin